for another episode of Generally Assembled, with your favorite Pennsylvania House Republican podcast. Uh, I'm Jason Gott. It's been joined by Neil, Neil Lesher, and we are uh, topperless today. <laughs> yeah, topperless in Harrisburg. Um, kind of a weird feeling. Uh, yeah, I feel free. I don't. I don't feel the the pressure of moderate expectations on me. I feel like I'm not going to be made fun of. <laughs> no, moderate, probably the wrong word. I, I, I would say. I would say medium expectations. Yes. The, yeah. Somebody who just merely wants me to check the box and do a good job. That person is not here. Give you give you a pat on the head. Yeah. Tell you you're doing great. Yeah. No. We're well, so, doing great. Expectations basically. today are much lower than. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, well, anyway, uh, let's start off with a little bit of a game. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Which major American city just told their police officers they can no longer engage in foot chases with alleged criminals? So, so, oh so you see, you see somebody rob rob a store and they run away. I mean, is and it, the the police are not allowed to chase after it, them. Is it Philadelphia? It's not Philadelphia. Oh, okay, good. But that's surprising. Yeah, considering they're not allowed to just do. It stops for minor traffic infractions anymore. Is it uh, enforcing the law is racist? Apparently, is it Rehoboth Beach, Delaware? <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, but the police there are busy picking Joe Biden up off the ground. <laughs> yes, and uh, they've they've organized a uh, a community volunteer opportunity to provide geriatric bicycle lessons. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll get back to this game in a second. I just have to say, like, I feel bad for the poor White House communications staffer who was like, I have an idea. We'll just set up this perfect little photo op where the president will ride in on his bike and he'll talk to these people. It'll seem so organic, right? And then the president rolls up, right, and he falls over. And you know, you know that that comms person was just like, son of a, he can't do anything right. (laughs) I mean, we feel the pain from time to time. Yes. And the best laid plans of Biden and men. (laughs) <laughs> oft go, oft, often go awry. Uh, but but anyway, it, okay, yeah. So um, San Francisco, not San Francisco. I will give you. I'll give you. I'll give you a list. I'll give you a list of cities, and, and you can guess okay. which one. Wait till I'm done with a list. Okay. Atlanta, Seattle, Chicago, Portland, Jesus, or Los Angeles. Portland. Incorrect. Chicago. Ah, that Chicago. Was be my next. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a tough list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, and we already well, checked off two of the biggest contenders, Philadelphia and San Francisco. Um, but but look, I, I think that just goes to show, and the the four leaders in the House on this uh, impeachment endeavor for uh, Philadelphia DA Larry Krasner, whose willful dereliction of duty has been utterly transparent, you know, wrote a, an op-ed in the National Review, which was published today basically saying that uh, it's time for D.A. Krasner to go because essentially like the D.A. of Chicago and San Francisco, who was recently recalled, uh, Los Angeles, other major American cities, these Soros-funded district attorneys, it's time for Larry Krasner to go. He's a pro-criminal district attorney. Yeah, there was a story uh, on Broad and Liberty the other day. Of course, you know the title of it was that local Democratic leaders in Philadelphia refused to comment on Krasner's you know, refusal to pr- prosecute gun crimes in Philadelphia. And when I was reading through it, there was a statistic that actually came from the Philadelphia police, from a Philadelphia police captain. It said out of 303 total illegal firearm arrests from 2019 to 2020, only two have received a state prison sentence. I mean, I thought that was a remarkable statistic. Did you see the news that came out? I think it was either last night or this morning. Remember the uh, two state troopers who were run over uh, and killed by the woman who was, what, drunk and high? 
Yeah. Uh, something like that. Well, the judge dismissed the case the case against her, uh, the third degree murder charge, because the district attorney was district attorney's office was woefully unprepared and basically bumbling and not ready to to do the preliminary hearing. I mean, that's outrageous. That's just outrageous. Yeah, I mean, so it's not like okay, well, we're not gonna like will like we're not gonna like openly say we're gonna let this person go, but we're just gonna be so unprepared, purposefully, that the judge is just gonna have to dismiss the charges. I mean, you, you would think that there's if there's one thing that people could rally around, it'd be the death of a police officer, two right? police, officers. two police, officers. two state troopers who were actually assisting somebody. Yeah, I mean, where's the governor on this? Right, right. They're state troopers. They're his people. Yeah, I mean, he he walks around with state troopers. Yeah, they protect him. They protect us. They protect Rittenhouse Square. They certainly do. Make sure he's safe. Uh, you know, and and the district attorney's like, eh, oh well, got other things to do. I'm focused on putting getting people out of jail. My yeah. job as district attorney, as Larry Krasner. It's a good impression. impression. Yeah, was yeah. it? No, not really. Oh, okay. Well, you got to yell <laughs> and just make no, a bunch of nonsense. Just make nonsense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We've made it for a very painful five and a half minutes of this podcast, and I'm sure Jesse Topper has already turned it off. Although we still hope Ruth's with us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and, her, and her collective. Ruth of the collective. Ruth of the collective. <laughs> so, other than Larry Krasner bashing, it's budget season in the Capitol. Yes. Um, which... Well, and look, we're in, in all fairness, we're recording this on the the Thursday of the second to last week of June, and um, yeah. you know things things still you know remain in flux, and we're you know discussions are happening, things are ongoing, progress is being made, directions are being had. It's funny, I actually got a text from a reporter this morning that said, "Are there going to be budget meetings today?" And I was like. Yeah, well, you know what? It's raining, so we were going to go golfing, but we decided to come in and have some budget meetings instead. Like, yeah, of course there's budget meetings happening today. There's been budget meetings happening every day for the last two weeks. So I, one, of my, one of my favorite tweets so far from a, from a reporter about what it means that, you know, when we, we, we ended up canceling session for Thursday and Friday, this, is, this was they, what they put on Twitter. Update. A House Republican spokes, that's me, tells me, <laughs> This doesn't guarantee a budget deal is coming. It could also mean negotiators mean, need more time to talk things over. It's exactly what it means. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, and I said it. <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, look. You're that's, stepping into Kamala Harris territory here with the things. and the, We're working hard together to do things, to work together. To talk about the things. To talk about the things that need to get done. It's brutal. Jason's Kamala Harris. Look, if I, you know what? If if uh, if 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 somebody's got to be Kamala Harris, I'm I'm glad that it's me rather than her. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know what? I actually make sense. Why well, is it like? To me, there's like. A, or do I? I don't know. No, you don't. Uh, to, <laughs> more sense. Yeah. To me, there's like a budget season checklist. Like there's certain things that like almost happen every year, right? And there's like the canceling of session days because. Yeah. Staff need more time to work. Um, I was in here on Saturday, uh, you know, the day before Father's Day, and there was a wedding in the rotunda. There always has to be a, a budget wedding. Yep. Uh, so that was fun to watch. There's the last the the last big blow up. Yeah, there has to be a last big blow up where no one talks for like twelve hours. Yeah. There's uh, the last minute ask once the deal's finalized by somebody. Somebody's going to yeah. come in after some after everybody's checked all the boxes. And go, hey, I need one more thing. One more thing. <laughs> Got to have it. It's yeah. a votes issue. You know. <laughs> Um, what else is there? Well, there's Swedish fish. <laughs> Got to have Swedish fish at some point. Just yeah, there's a lot of like there's a lot of food around. There's a lot of food, and none of it's healthy. No, no, but it's good. It, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, 
Uh, we had Mission Barbecue yesterday. Well, actually, two of the the, the staffers in our office actually uh, made food and brought it in. Oh, that's um, nice. And it was we had for two days like uh, beef barbecue, which mm-hmm. was delicious, mm-hmm. uh, made from a, uh, a uh, no names will be shared here, but from a Perry County family recipe. Uh, it was very, very good. Served on Martin's potato rolls, by the way. Naturally. Yeah, delicious, delicious, delicious. And uh, potato soup. Um, so we had that for a couple days uh, this week in, in our office. And, um, you know, it was uh, it's it's great. Uh, people just come in and drop off food randomly. Members, you know, different things. It's it's, uh, it's nice because, you know, there, there are long hours, uh, early mornings especially, you know, I try to I try to get in early. Uh, you know, lest I, I have to stay late. Uh, that's that's I feel like that's sort of my mo is the earlier the better, and then then so a lot of yeah. hurry up and wait this time of yeah. year too. Yeah, there is. I cover the late <clears throat> shift, but I, I like last year one of the code bills that I was involved in um, blew up the night before we were going to run and everything. So we were in a conference room at like eleven o'clock at night, and like going through this 60 page bill trying to figure out the things that were going to stay in it and like trying to figure out like how to get a turn with LRB overnight to be ready to like amend this bill first thing in the morning that was the most miserable night of my life and it was and it was frustrating well, you're too, pretty fortunate like, that that was the most miserable well it was frustrating because like as a staff person right you spend a couple weeks building a product that you think is like you look at it and you go well this is a lot of good stuff in here right there's some stuff for everybody there's some big wins for our caucus right and then the governor's office comes in and is just like yeah we don't agree with like any of that <laughs> and it all it just ends up on the cutting room floor, and you're like, Ugh. like I felt good. Now I feel bad. Now I'm upset. I'm upset at Wolf. Now I just well, want to go home. That's yeah, now, yeah, and then I just want to go home, which is where it eventually ends up because everybody's like, let's just get out of here. That's a daily occurrence around here. So. Yeah. What other anything else on the budget? How do you get through budget season? Uh, and the rumors. The rumors are one of my favorites. You know, look, I've I've been here for like two and a half budgets on the official side. Uh, I've been here through a lot more as a reporter, so I have experience on, on both ends. As a reporter, I feel like actually you are sort of like it's it's interesting because because you don't actually have a way of finding out. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no official channel to tell you, so you're like you're constantly like your job is to find out what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I find I find it interesting now that. You know, you sort of know some stuff uh, that, you know, the just how bad the information you were getting as a reporter, uh, how out of date or just wildly speculative uh, it was. Uh, but you know, it's it's you're always busy. Like I think, you know, my 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 role is is pretty limited to the communications aspect of of the budget, which is fine. Uh, but you know every june there's also these like 50 other things that boil up around the budget it's our last big ability to get stuff done before uh summer summer recess so it's it's been nice being able to take a lead effort in that stuff while a lot of the uh the other folks are um, sort of busy with with crafting the budget so yeah. you know last year it was uh house bill 1300 the pennsylvania voting rights protection act so i was working very closely with chairman grove on that um you know, there's the impeachment stuff with Larry Krasner going on, and I'm I'm able to help the members, you know, m- message that stuff. So it's a lot of uh, making sure that you're finding ways uh, to be busy. And then, of course, you know, you and I have gotten together a number of times and, you know, looked at sort of what we know and where we are and how, how to message this. So finding ways to make sure you're, you stay busy and, and, and keep useful. And then also, you know, just know that 
regardless of how early you get in or how late you stay, you know, you're always subject to being called back uh, and people needing to talk to you or you being able to, you know, get stuff done quickly from home. So it's kind of a constant on-call situation. And, you know, having a, a wife and, and now a young child, uh, like the, the home planning, I just, my wife's like, well, when are you going to be late this week? And I'm like, just don't expect me home. Yeah. Like, if I'm home, I'll let you know, but, you know, don't expect me home. And uh, and that's just kind of, I mean, obviously I go home at some point, but like, you know, for dinner or to put, you know, my son to bed and stuff like that. So, um, you know, one of my one of my friends once told me that uh, working in state government, especially during budget time, is, is working really hard to meet very low expectations that everybody sets for you at home. <laughs> so that that's sort of how I, how I feel, uh, you know, for me. And Well, and you raised this earlier, maybe a funny story from last year. Um, you know, in the roles that we're in, we know some stuff. People give us updates as, as things go on, but we're not in every meeting necessarily. And that's to both protect us and to, to protect the privacy of some of these meetings. But, um, you know, and we, we get a lot of questions, but there was one Saturday last year that kind of their, their things came to an agreement. We were handed a document and they put the two of us in a conference room and they said, you have one hour yeah, to come yeah. up with how we're going to message yeah, this. Yeah, you have one hour we'll be back. to figure out how to message this. Here's, here's the deal. Here's the paper. You guys figure it out. And <laughs> so like, like I, I, I was like that gif with the cat at a computer. Yeah. Like Jason's just rifting stuff off. I'm typing, like, you know. And we did it. Yeah, well. I, I liked to, like, I think it actually took less than an hour and we, everybody came back and they're like, yeah, that's it. That's good. Yeah. Kind of makes you feel, you know, kind of makes you feel good. It's uh. So, so this year we actually tried a different tactic. Jason and I came up with the budget messaging ahead of time, and then we just slid it to the budget negotiators. <laughs> yeah. We're like, if you could just make it fit this, <laughs> like, that would yeah, be here's, great. Here's the blanks. This is what we're trying to accomplish. Um, Mad Libs. Budget Mad Libs. I like yeah. that. Budget Mad Libs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, it's it, – it's uh, and, and I don't think we say this enough, but, it, it you know, it really is an honor to be part of the process at all. Um, this is – you know, this is truly not only is it our only constitutional responsibility is to pass a budget, but it is the it is the thing and the things that, um, you know, finance these critical government services every year that truly, truly help people. Uh, you know, you can bicker and uh, dither over how much or, you know, how little things should be getting or what these services are, what they should be. Um, but, you know, this is this is where. The rubber meets the road in terms of government interfacing with the with with the people of Pennsylvania and, um, you know, having, you know, just a little bit of involvement in that, whether it's how we tell people, you know, uh, how we believe they should be talking about it uh, or, you know, any any further involvement beyond that is uh, is, you know, it's truly an honor to be uh, involved in this process, regardless of whether it's the budget or not. But but especially this time of year, you know, it's certainly an all hands on deck effort. and You really do feel that public service part of what we do and it's not really just the long hours it's really intense discussions over you know what people's priorities are in terms of state government for the coming year yeah yeah in the fifth most populous state you know we sometimes forget how large pennsylvania is in in, in context of what we're doing here but i think it'd be fun like it'll never happen because they would never let us do it but wouldn't it be fun if like the two of us did like a live podcast from the budget negotiations we just kind of like <laughs> commented on it like, like what an idiot <laughs> like, i can't believe that guy just raised that uh i mean any negotiation that goes around in this place really well, yeah. um but uh but but yeah i, I mean well we've also often talked about doing a, a live podcast from the back of the house floor, the back of the house floor um, like, comment on what members are wearing yeah like, 
It's a much like, more boring version yeah. of the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Right, right, like yeah, and that's like a new thing on YouTube, like these like trials where these lawyers do like the, the Facebook or like the YouTube lives and they comment on what's going on and they get like massive viewership. Yeah, until Taylor Lorenz reports on them. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, hopefully next week we'll be able to actually roll out the budget messaging and, and explain what's in it. All right. Well, we certainly muddled through on that one. You know, we'll call this the topperless, the topperless version of Generally Assembled. And we're going to hear about it. Yeah, we're certainly going to hear about <laughs> it. Uh, and, you know, only look, I'm only wearing one article of hate clothing today. Um, wow. And shout out for shout outs. Uh I was talking to uh, to Mike McGuire, a lobbyist, uh, this this week, and he's mentioned the podcast. He mentioned it to me too, and uh, he said he went on and actually went to the Hager Out site, and um, the, the, the <laughs> seal, the deal that I talked you about, get coupons in the mail. Yeah, the deal that I talked about had already expired, but it was sixty percent off with an additional Father's Day deal. I, I believe he he got some stuff, but okay. um, you know, look, that's uh, look, people helping people. That's little, what we're about. Look, I, I get a new Hager suit in the mail. Uh, I took I took advantage, full advantage of of the most recent sale. Uh, and you know, like I said, I I, I, uh, I made sure to, to, to get that. It came in. It fit perfectly. I wore it on Monday. If you happen to have noticed, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, if you didn't say anything, I know you didn't because nobody complimented me. Uh, I didn't have time to notice. You brought it up to me as soon as I saw you. Hey, got the suit in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm really excited. Plus, I think, you know, look. How I, much is Hager paying you? Yeah, really. They pay me in discounts. The same discounts that the general public gets, just for the, the gift ban people out there. Um, <laughs> that's uh, generally assembled for this week. You can find this podcast where all of your favorite podcasts are found, uh, www.pahousegop.com slash podcasts. Also, check out E-Squared on our uh, our video channel. Yeah. Uh, also, very, very good. Lots of interesting discussions. They had uh, another podcast uh, host, Torin Ecker, on their episode this week. Um, the conversation with Representative Derisha Parker from the Democratic Caucus, very interesting. Make sure you check that out. Anyway, on Google, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple, but you can always yeah. find us at pahousegop.com slash mypodcasts. Uh, and for Neil, the absent Jesse Topper, and all the other guests that we normally have who aren't here today, I'm Jason Godfrey. This is Generally Assembled. See you next time.